Welcome to the Talent Cast podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Gallinger, a career strategist and reverse recruiter. I have dedicated most of my professional focus to uplifting top talents, mostly in Europe and Americas. I've worked with numerous clients who have rediscovered themselves in striving for a purposeful and prosperous career. This podcast is dedicated to my passion for hosting spoiling professionals, making a difference in the recruitment space. My episodes will feature interviews and discussions with senior professionals from diverse industries, highlighting their shortcuts to the top. TalentCast will be particularly useful for those looking to understand themselves, boost their thought leadership, master personal branding, prepare for career transitions, mid-career coaching, networking, and mentorship. Live on Twitter, live on LinkedIn with Wendy Jordan. Thank you very much for being with me tonight. It's such a pleasure and an honor to host you here. I have met you when I was training to understand what it means to be on the board of a startup. And when we met, you told me I'm an angel investor. And um, immediately, you know, I was drawn to you to understand, okay, what are you doing in this market? What companies are you investing in? Startups, scale-ups. And uh, then you told me your story. You know, you founded Encuentra 24, 17 years ago, you said? Yeah, um, more more than that, but yeah, 18 years. Yeah. yeah. So this is the oh, Amazon, so. the eBay of Central America. Just to give some context, she took over Central America, Central America by storm. Uh, at age 28, you started, if I'm yes. correct. <laughs> yes. And and you went bootstrap for many years until you got investment in. Finally, you exited, and now you are investing in high. Uh, impact founders. So for me, this is this is so inspiring. And thank you again for being here. So you've been in Switzerland for more than a decade, uh, scanning, scouting uh, the market mm -hmm. to find early stage. Uh, so 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 startups that are based in Switzerland, if I understand well, correct? Yes, yes, correct. After uh, a wonderful journey with Encuentra 24, which, like you said, I bootstrapped for 10 years. Uh, and then I had a, the wonderful opportunity to have a VC investor who believed in us, me and my co-founder, and led us to where we, we, we are today. And thanks to him, we were able to exit. And yes, the, at the beginning of this year, I was, you know, January 1st, I was faced with the, with the question, what do I do next? You know, what, yeah. what comes next? And it wasn't only my question. Everybody else was asking like, oh my God. What are you gonna do? And from there, somehow, I I, I merged all of the experiences that I had, uh, what made me happy, in what moments I had the most joy, what what type of companies, what type of industry I was mostly interested. In. And I noticed that I really liked innovation. I liked being around startups. I loved uh, advising them. I loved mentoring them, motivating them, giving them a little yeah. shove, a little push, like, yes, continue, you're doing really great. I thought, well, what is there that where I could do this and continue to, to use my experience somehow? And I 
naturally somehow gravitated to angel investing. Because you can be a bit of a mentor, like a board advisor. At the same time, you're you're close to um, a lot of innovative um, founders that are based here in Switzerland. Is there any industry that you're favoring because you come from e-commerce even before it was a thing? Marketplace is something <laughs> you know so very well. Is that a place where you would be more comfortable um, advising or do you have other industries you're open to, to supporting? Yeah, definitely. At the, at the beginning of this year, on part of the journey, I did a course called Angel Investing um, Fundamentals. And yeah. there they taught me how I needed to create an investor thesis. And this investor thesis had to have my industries, my segments, countries, and what exactly should be my focus. And coming from a marketplace like the one I had, which was focused on real estate, was focused on cars, jobs, also e-commerce and services. I thought, and this little part of e-commerce had to do with fintech, with logistics. I thought I could do all of this. I could do top tech, <laughs> auto tech. I could do HR. I could do e-commerce. Yeah, yeah. I could do fintech. I can do everything. And uh, that doesn't work that way. You, you really need to zero it down. Yeah, uh, and I, I do have experience in marketplaces. And I'm trying to keep it there, going after SaaS products because I know it's where I shine. I know it's where I can give the most advice to, to startups. I really like fintech um, here in Switzerland. is a mm -hmm. wonderful place for for so many uh, fintech initiatives. And yeah. I was really excited at, at the end of my 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 journey with Encuentra that we developed a wallet and and we developed a, a credit card and we created a, a possibility so that people that had no access to bank account could sell stuff uh their sell or, or provide services online and they could get their uh their revenue through this digital wallet yeah. i do feel that impact uh that fintech can be something of a very positive impact for for some of the users. So yes, I'm focusing on prop tech, fintech, and marketplaces and SaaS, and then I'm, I'm kind of keeping it there. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's um, still a lot, it's still a lot. I've told other investors and they've said, you're still doing a lot. It's like, I know. Some startups have noticed that they're also both, they're a prop tech and a fintech system. There has been possibilities where I can, I'm, I'm trying to lock it in. But after that, I am also um, interested in, in startups. Yes, here in Switzerland, uh, where I do live and I've lived for the last 12 years on and off, but now yeah. I'm focused on this market. Definitely looking at startups in Latin America, of course, in Panama, where I am from originally, and from, from Central America, where I know that there's so much innovation and there's so much need for new technology and for investors like me. And, and also in, in UK, because uh, somehow I've gravitated to this industry and, and, and yeah. to speak with so many wonderful founders um, uh, that are focused on Europe and also in the US. Because I know your investor was quite niche, right? They were focusing on Central America. And that is why you got matched somehow. How did you get matched? And, and are you applying the same strategy now? <laughs> well, uh, for him, uh, the, my investor, yeah. he was focusing on frontier markets. So although he okay. was he's originally from Australia and his offices were in Malaysia, uh, he was focusing on, on these other markets where not everybody's, you know, yeah <laughs> and yeah. and and in central america we were doing really great uh back in 2015 when when we actually met and and yes part of my strategy probably a, a bit different 
I am also looking into femtech and my approach is a bit different. Um, like you said at the beginning, I, I do want to support companies that are doing a positive impact, but I also, yeah. I was very fortunate to have an investor that believe in me, a female founder. So I'm trying to find companies that have a very diverse a leadership team as one of the, the options when I'm looking to invest. So yes, sometimes it happens that it's one founder, but I am mostly looking to see if uh, it's either a female founder or there is a female co-founder or, or that the team is a bit diverse, that they have, that there's a different mindset, that different genders are having an opportunity to get listened, that that system is addressing uh, the needs of these different genders that we have today. Yeah. I have a friend who started uh, her company and uh, she she really is resisting. There's a moment when you know you're going to need to um, elevate your your growth. When did you know the time was right for you to ask for help from an external? Or did it happen organically? Because change usually is not happening. So naturally, I think there's a certain push that needs to be but just tell us maybe your experience and how would you encourage or discourage people to go in this direction the challenge was for us well for many years we had an excellent product that we were bootstrapping successfully in central america we had many potential investors that people who wanted to either invest or buy us out for whatever reason and during those years there was no need there was no need for what we were doing we were doing really great we we're expanding organically uh, but we were probably calling way too much attention to what we were doing we're just doing way too great. And some competitors came into our market. Okay. And this is where we had to make the decision. Either um, we continue to bootstrap and probably disappear out of the market or okay. have an investor and have this other person to come in and help us. And I've okay. seen a lot of, of founders today that they, if they don't need, and they're saying it, if they don't need to have an investor, you shouldn't. And it's correct. If you can uh, show that your company can continue without having an investor. Yeah, go go ahead for it. But for us, for me and my co-founder, we had to make the decision that we needed additional help, additional uh, support, yeah. <laughs> support uh, to be able because this this other competitor was had deep pockets. They 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 were publicly listed. And they had huge capacities. And at the moment, we had done really awesome, but uh, we needed that support. So yeah, this I was uh, one of those pivotal moments where we said, yeah, it's now or never. And, mm -hmm. and it was 10 years into having the business that we had to make that one of those okay. big decisions. But uh, I don't regret it because having this investor on our side broadened completely the scope. We understood the magnitude of what we were doing and, and the capacity of where it could go. And yeah. you kind of don't see it that much. And mostly if you're in Central America and you're you're handling other local issues, you're really, I think I, I came, I went to a conference in, in, in Barcelona and it was a PropTech conference. Yeah. And I saw amazing things that were people were doing in the Philippines, in Australia, in Myanmar, like everywhere in the world, like Denmark. And I got even more excited about my company. And it was a great opportunity to exchange experiences. Yeah, and, yeah. And and grow much better. So this is one of those reasons I still enjoy going to conferences because it's a great place where like-minded individuals can share in, in, in a non-competitive environment, yeah. how to grow, what techniques to use, and just give you advice uh, as an entrepreneur or as a professional in any field. Yeah, so you also connect them amongst each other, these people that you have, those founders in your portfolio, or you work with them separately and and 
and they don't necessarily interact with each other. Are, are you going to create those opportunities and perhaps develop this ecosystem from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is part of the the, the angel investor job uh, is okay. to be able to connect them. I've already yeah. been doing it. Sometimes uh, I'm not even an investor into their company, but uh, if yeah. there is a contact, if there is a a service or a website or any kind of event where I see, oh my God, you this company should yeah. be there, I'm already connecting them together and. And this is a cool thing about being an, an, an angel investor is that it, you can bring value not only with, with capital, but also yeah. um, with the network that you may have, uh, yeah. with your experience. And, and, and as me as, a, uh, as an entrepreneur and also an angel investor, I can, I can add this so much more. And I, I also have marketing experience. I have uh, product development experience. So all of this together plus like we met in this uh, board member academy yeah. and, 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 and also being a speaker, it's, there's many opportunities to show your learnings, to give value back to the founders and to help them grow. Do you also get to meet other investors? Because it can be a bit lonely. Again, you're, you're not a founder anymore, but somehow um, what you're doing is a full-time job, apparently, from all these different <laughs> activities. You're quite busy. But, uh, but then do you also get to speak to other investors and understand the trends and understand you know, what they are betting on? And perhaps that will also give you um, uh, intel and in, 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 in direction. So is there any trend that you're aware of? You mentioned fintech for Switzerland. So for 2024, do you have any bets that you're placing? <laughs> no, I, I am definitely um, networking with many investors. The, yeah. During this year, I have joined how many uh, investor clubs and they have been so supportive they have been uh, an opportunity to really understand how the the startup industry start uh, works in switzerland mm -hmm. and they have been so welcoming and, and amazing not only here in in bern but also in, in zurich and different parts yeah. of switzerland and um and yeah i i do meet with a lot of them i just had a conversation with an investor uh, of a company that i'm interested in investing Okay. And 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 before I did this investment, they 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 put me in contact with their uh, their current investor, and I spoke to him. And, and with this way, I can also understand what it is that they're looking at, what are the type of companies that they invest in, and um, and and exactly why they made this decision with this company. But it, it one of the, the most interesting thing has been networking with a lot of these uh, these investors, and they tell you like where what events you should be at. And, yeah. and which ones are uh, you going to generate the most amount of a capacity to, to meet other uh, startup founders locally. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Do you want to share maybe some of the criteria that you have been, perhaps you are a founder. So of course you, you know what it takes to be a successful founder. You exited, your parcours is so linear and elegant. You've done all, all steps, right? And now you're supporting those who are going in this direction. What are the things that you look for in a, in a founder that you will uh, bet on? I like that that, that a term bet. <laughs> I keep saying bet because it is. You're like this is a risky enterprise. It's like a casino. It's like you just like close your eyes. Forget like, <laughs> you have placed yeah. that bet. Yeah. I heard this term recently. It's called financial intelligence. Oh, financial intelligence. Okay. Uh, yes. And it's when you're probably using your own experiences to uh, to make a bet, like you said, to make an investment. 
So for me, I really liked having a co-founder. I think it's very important to have to bounce ideas around, to have somebody who who will like shut you down if you want to do something crazy, <laughs> but also would support you if you want to be disruptive. Like you said, it's a very investor can be potentially. I haven't experienced it yet. Very lonely, but mm-hmm. uh, being a, being a founder, uh, being an entrepreneur can be very lonely. Yeah. And if you have somebody next to you that also believes and has the same uh, spirit, the same passion, the same desire to see this product get go live, launch, and and even if they don't get the investment, even if they don't get it in the amount of time that they wanted, but they're going to work on it. Yeah. Um, these are the founders that usually um, attract me. If they're already speaking about an exit, if they're already speaking about selling the company, if they're they're uh, they're they're doing many other projects that are in a completely other industry, yeah. if I don't see that same focus, I'll probably step away and and, and wait to uh, to a better moment. Um, I for me, my the way that I worked uh, with my company is that I was very focused. And, yeah. and that kind of worked for me. And yeah. I, like like I said on the beginning, it was a very broad amount of verticals that we had in our in our one horizontal. Yeah. So it, there was need really to to only do that. And I, yeah. I couldn't also have other other companies, other other startups. I did, but all under the umbrella of what the brand was back then. So this this is one of those those little things that I that I do see. Yeah. Um, also, like I said, the diversity in the in the group for me, it would be very important to understand how much they are focusing in other markets. So um, usually, if if there's one co-founder, one founder, and there are probably they're gonna use their experiences as whatever gender they are, as whatever whatever country they come from, whatever uh, segment they're representing. So when the, there's a diverse team of, of, the, of their leadership, I feel they have the huge, better capacity to, to see and to, to hear, to listen and have more sensibility of everyone around and to create a product that can go beyond the market that they're, that they're probably participating in. Talking about products, are you going to support more heavily tangible or non-tangible? So, because you developed a, a marketplace that was very successful um, when marketplaces were were just um, starting to 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 be. Um, I remember back then we we didn't even know reviews, right? So this all started with with Amazon and this transparency between the buyer and the seller that you probably witnessed all of that at the same time as it was evolving and this client centricity. Um, I mean that that can definitely translate to tangible, but but do you have any any preference in terms of the products that you rather support? Yeah, definitely technologies that are um, that are online, uh, yeah. the tangible ones, um, like you like you mentioned, they're still uh, outside of my scope. I, I don't yeah. I didn't have experience, although we were selling consumer goods and yeah. properties and 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 cars. We were more focused on the digital aspect of it, like yeah. you said, the, the development of the product, the creating, the creation of this uh, of this technology, uh, the capacity for for to have it available for for B two B users and for the consumers. Uh, so yeah, I will definitely be focusing on these uh, yeah. Yeah, software technologies. Yeah, you you did mention that you are looking at 
well, not necessarily female founders, but a team that is diverse. Do you have, I mean, here in Switzerland, I, you probably are um, aware of this, probably not that many female founders, uh, <laughs> but you, you probably know them by now. And, and I think for you, it's always going to be a strength. You know, you're going to be the only angel investor in Switzerland from Panama who exited. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be, I think this is going to be your strength at the same time. It's, it's what, you know, makes you so unique. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to see if, um, if, if this position is going to, I mean, you're probably going to attract them anyhow, because they will see as a, as a mentor. Yeah, definitely. And I'm already, I'm already doing so. And I'm, I haven't met all of the female founders yet. My desire is to try to meet them as much as possible. I'm, I'm going out to as many events that there are out there from many industries. And yes, my desire is to, to leverage this. Um, I, I, Coming from Latin America, uh, coming from Panama, living here in Switzerland, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to find co-founders that are interested in these two markets, uh, okay. but, but, but even broader. Uh, and most of most, like I said, with the diversity, most are what I'm noticing in Switzerland is, which is great, but they're focused on, on only Switzerland or the Swiss German part, uh, which is awesome. But yeah. Uh, there's so much out there and some of the products that are that they're making are so incredible and and there's people in other parts of the world that could benefit so greatly from having these products available so my yeah. desire is to 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 probably leverage my marketing experience and my product development and also my capacity to launch a product internationally and, yeah. and find these co-founders that are interested in maybe not now, but at yeah. some point to scale their products and have it available um, for many for many others that could need. This is why the, the impact comes into place. And yeah. the, during the years that I was uh, working with Encuentra, and uh, you would think, okay, real estate and cars and jobs, how is that product? When I left my office and, you know, left the clients and I would, and I would go to a speaking engagement and people would come up to me and tell me like, Oh my God, thanks to you. I was able to find a home and I came to this country and I didn't know where to start. And somebody told me, go to this website and I was able to find something. And that was so amazing. Or thanks to you, your website, I was able to buy a car or sell my car, which I needed to, that money at a certain moment. Or I found my first job after applying for a oh, job. Yeah, also matchmaking for jobs. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. So for many years, I was just working with me and my co-founder and my small team, and uh, it was digital. And there wasn't this, I, I, I structured it in a way that people could really just use the, the application. They didn't need to come to our office. I wasn't going out to do exactly uh, all of the sales. But if when I had these opportunities to meet these people, and and that just, that just warmed my heart so much. And, yeah. and my desire with the angel investing is yes, to is to be able to support founders that are doing something so positive that it can go beyond, uh, like I said, the market or the community that they're starting out on and, and maybe can go broader and, and impact positively uh, some other people. Um, for you, I think in terms of scale, um, your market, I mean, you, you had eight countries, I think, that you covered uh, after... 10 years in, in operation. Switzerland nine is very countries. unique. <laughs> yeah. How many? Sorry? Nine countries. <laughs> nine countries. Wow. 
Yeah, it was Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, um, Salvador, Guatemala, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and Colombia, and, and Honduras. Because, uh, you know, one thing I hear a lot from people is, oh, Switzerland is so hard because too many languages, and it's like we can't scale, so we go, <laughs> you know, the, the Dach region, the, the Zurich, Munich, Vienna kind of triangle, and um, and see and test and then and then go to the U.S. You know, and, <laughs> and, and so yeah, that is something that seems to be a bit um, unclear. I think they talk about seed uh, is easy here, but then when you want to get serious, you need to go outside. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily going to you know be be an issue because you're you're an angel investor. And just to give context, so people understand because you have the idea then you become a founder then you ask money to your family (laughs) (laughs) or your own money um and then you go to angel investors or you do that in parallel and then comes the seed round series a b c d and finally your exit your your ipo um so you're kind of in in between um I'm just I'm just thinking because you were so successful in Central America with scaling your business. Um, what are the lessons and how can you maybe you know transfer all of that experience over here and find ways to support them, even though it's not necessarily going to be um, your role in many ways as an angel investor? Do you think this this could potentially be a an area that might attract you as well? Yeah, I mean. Um, don't get me wrong. It is very difficult to scale in other countries. Right. Um, Even though the, the language, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. For example, uh, most people would think, oh, Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, these are three countries in South yeah, America. Same thing. They're back to back, they're yeah. same thing. No. <laughs> No, not even within, just like in Switzerland, where you there's the German part and there's the French part and there's the Italian part and they're just like this in Panama, it's very much divided. And yeah. and when you go off to Costa Rica, it starts all over again. Uh, you have yeah. every canton and every canton. Um, yeah, we all speak Spanish, but yeah. all the communication when we did the website, we needed to adjust it to the, to the type of Spanish. Oh, that yeah. In, 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 yeah. Yeah. In Costa Rica. And forget about the currencies and those little things. Those are yeah. the, 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 the basic ones, but uh, even I think we can see it in the in the U.S. and and, and compared to the, the the U.S. and I think still uh, with the rest of the world we're, we're using meters and some people are still using yards. Yeah. But and and then in in Central America they're using other names still <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that are none of these. So we needed to not only adjust the system but adjust our communication and then you you kind of have to have teams in each of these countries because, and you have to have local teams to really understand uh, how people tick. So um, I I, I do hope to be able to invest in companies that are looking into broader markets. It was always my desire uh, with Encuentra to to go into bigger markets. But when I understood the difficulties of this and the investment that you need uh, the, the amount of capital that you need to successfully launch uh, a, a, a product in certain countries, then you have a tremendous respect for this founder. And yeah. and, and if they have this desire to do it, and if uh, an investor like me can be supportive in that, yeah, definitely. Do you also hook them up with, because uh, 
um, you're an angel investor, but I suppose you speak to investors that are, um, you know, supporting um, with, with larger sums. <laughs> and <laughs> also look them up and build those bridges, I suppose, and, and, and create those um, opportunities. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, like my lesson for for other angel investors that are out there, and uh, sometimes you you think that you need to have a lot of money uh, to be able to support some of the founders, but some of them have come to me and said, you know what, I I value so much the experience that you've had. Uh, yeah. You you went through a company that went through an exit. Uh, yeah. That you built something that looks like uh, what I'm trying to build, uh, what I built right now. So if uh, if you can come in with a smaller ticket, then they are appreciative. Yeah. Uh, and for that, I'm so thankful. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I do want to be of help. I do want to uh, be supportive. But um, yes, it's the, the ask yeah. can be pretty high. Yeah. But when it is high and I and I can't uh, do much, then yeah, I would try to refer them to, um, to any other. of the VCs yeah. that I know in the countries. Um, I, I know a few already in in, in Latin America. So yeah. if if they respond um, to what they're looking for in their investment investment thesis, then I definitely already do a, a, a LinkedIn or an email e invite or yeah. meetup. Like, hey, you guys should meet. Or you guys should talk. Did you think you would exit or this happened because, um, you know, creating your business? I mean, it's, it's, it's not. No, at all. Plan, right? I don't know if it's. It was not I part of the plan. I didn't even yeah. know that what, what, what that word was like exit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come in, like, like in Central America or Latin America, most people build a business and it's like a forever thing. And this is something. That yeah. And you pass it on to your kids. You know, somebody, yeah. and the, a buyout or an exit is, it was not in my vocabulary for, yeah. for at all. I thought I would just, just ride the ship until it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, there was a moment there where obviously having a company in, in, in nine countries, um, yeah. having a few investors, having a team, in, in, in five countries, uh, having more than 12 million registered users, it was, it, was, it was quite a lot. And there was a moment where I said, you know, I have already scaled the company to this level and I, it's now time to like pass on the, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the controls over to somebody who can um, respectfully take it uh, beyond what I have already done. That so this this is yeah, and it was a it was a long decision. Most people are like, oh my God, well, you, that that happened so quickly. But it was for four years. Um, I think even even a few years before pandemic, uh, my co-founder and I we were we started with the idea of, of talking about we needed a CEO uh, yeah. that was separate than us, so that we could focus on other parts of the business and and the CEO could represent us. And uh, we, we couldn't find somebody uh, in. Uh, in, in the Central American market that had experiences with uh, marketplaces and at a scale that we were doing. Yeah. And, and this is when we had this amazing opportunity from our, uh, from our VC uh, to, to, to purchase the company. And yeah, and, and this is how we, we, we had a conversation and we said, yes, then, then it's the moment. 
and we're very happy with that. And um, so I'm not going to ask you um, why you went into angel investment. I think you you are definitely challenge driven, so you went <laughs> and hang out. So, um, but what's next for you in terms of you know once you have uh, let's say. Um, yeah, developed a nice portfolio of companies and you're busy with all these founders advising, you know, creating the ecosystem for them to meet. What would you see yourself doing afterwards? You know, maybe um, partnering with VCs more closely. What would be, let's say, the the, the next uh, career stage for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this year after this, this period that I was calling a sabbatical, okay. uh, I, when I decided to get into angel investing, uh, there were so many little things that I needed to learn. And I have been taking so many courses, like the one that we took together to start a board academy, to, to learn how to be uh, a valuable board member uh, in, in a startup. And I also took the angel investing course. Uh, I just finished one for uh, venture capital and analyst, uh, just because the, the, the biggest difference between an angel investor and a venture capitalist is that, well, probably a venture capitalist has an entire team helping yeah. them uh, study the startups, create a deal flow, uh, yeah. create this whole, this, this whole portfolio, advice. Uh, they, they, they have a committee. They have this whole group, but an angel investor is like one person. It's one person, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then you you kind of have to do it all uh, oh, yeah, by yourself, yeah. and also um, use opportunities like this one that you've given me to kind of tell my story and 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 be able to also say what is the approach that I'm looking for and and that I want that I want to invest in. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this has been the the, the journey f- at least for this year. I have yeah. I have already done a few investments. I have many more in the pipeline. I, I was at a wonderful event here in Switzerland, in in Winter Tour, where I met uh, so many very cool uh, uh, founders. And the word is getting out, so a lot of people from from Panama, from from Latin America, are reaching out, awesome. and some of the ones from UK. So I am having many meetings uh, with a lot of them to. To just keep up on what they're doing, yeah. But uh, for the future, I think, I think yeah. The, the 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 more I am getting involved into this, the more I'm liking it. And probably yeah. at some point, I will try to go get more professional. Right yeah. now, uh, my desire is to be able to invest in more companies and also provide uh, my growth marketing experience for for them either for their, their, their process of launch or for their creation, uh, for, for generating more leads or for uh, developing their go-to-market plan. And, 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 and in some future, yes, help even more startups and founders to be successful with their, with, with their program. I think uh, I, I, I will always be an entrepreneur I am setting up my company and to use it as a vehicle for uh, my investments. And I awesome. may start uh, another company sometime in the future. Uh, you will? Oh my yeah, gosh. Definitely. <laughs> I'm already getting the itch. Uh, but okay. Like I said, after 17 years of, of, of you know, being at the lead of a company, I, yeah. I don't have this need to be at the lead. I somehow I want to be able to help and support as many 
uh, founders out there and get to understand how business is done in Switzerland, and which is a wonderful market. Uh, here, it, it's amazing how supportive uh, not only the government, but there's so many institutions that are helping the uh, uh, startups and, and founders and, and even entrepreneurs. And hopefully this could be something that could be done also in other markets, uh, like in Central America. Yeah. You're creating the bridge between, um, yeah, Panama and, and Switzerland. And um, yeah, has this, has been, this has been a learning year. This has been, uh, I'm calling it the learning year because I'm just doing courses and doing and going to conferences. I'm networking. I'm speaking with so many amazing people. I'm understanding what yeah. is out there, what can be done. And it's really exciting. You're learning a whole new craft, essentially. <laughs> this is a, a completely new area. Um, well, yeah, you're an investor. People call angel investing is like uh, like a very cheap MBA. <laughs> 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 because it was it was that. It was studying a few years or uh, just finding a way to join all these courses, read all of these books. And, and and get involved with with so many startups and, and and understand you know what they're doing and 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 trying to see how how you can be part of that project and help it uh, get to the next level um so do you, do you partner also with incubators I think here you have the f10 tenity um, and perhaps I don't know in, in Panama I haven't checked but you um or or in the US I think the y combinator would be a <laughs> Uh, reference <clears throat> and I don't know if that's something that is also part of your um day-to-day -day activity or or yeah I'm not saying I'm not saying no to many things I think uh I, I'm, I'm in conversations with many of them I'm going to yeah. many like I said many investor clubs uh, many yeah. communities that are helping a lot of these startups like you mentioned um in Kennedy also in yeah. Panama Uh, there's many of them where I have already, I am still in the roster of mentors. Yeah. So if they, some of the startups, they need to have a conversation with somebody like me. They do reach out and, and, and we, we, we have swift conversations uh, about, uh, you know, what's going through their mind and how, how, how it can be of help. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm still learning a lot of what these wonderful companies that, uh, that they, they exist in Switzerland. Uh, yeah. Many meetings already next week with some um, venture builders in, in in Zurich and uh, the, the the investor clubs and the award ceremonies and uh, <laughs> the, the accelerators yeah. <laughs> and all of these uh, wonderful really yeah that are helping and and it's curious because I I keep thinking uh, 18 years ago when I was starting my company there was nothing like this yeah. Uh, Just, just not at all. Maybe there were a few books on uh, the biography of some entrepreneurs, uh, but uh, there wasn't all of these these companies that kind of that now exist and now yeah. are, are are there to support uh, uh, these founders. So it, I, I I I sometimes meet some of some founders and they say like, no, I don't need that, or I, I don't, I'd rather not do. Yeah. I, I, I'd rather not go out, but I, I, I find it so amazing that this, these things are out there Yeah, and it doesn't matter the age of the founder. It doesn't matter the experience that you've had. I could have already more than 20 years experience in entrepreneurship, but I'm still open to learn, open to, 
hear everybody from every age, every industry, and yeah. and, and 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 learn from them. You started when um, well, e-commerce was just well. Yeah, e-commerce was starting. Uh, entrepreneurship was not necessarily the the hottest thing to do after school. Um, <laughs> despite, despite school, I don't know. You launched <laughs> at 28 years old. Why? You know. What, what I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I launched. I launched actually um, more. It wasn't. Yeah, entrepreneur was, entrepreneurship wasn't cool. It wasn't something that was done. Yeah. It was, it was because uh, I had a need. My co-founder and I, uh, we had the desire to create the largest online database of real estate available in Panama. It all started this way. Uh, okay. we, we wanted to, to buy or, or to rent a property, but the prices, uh, they were not really according to, uh, to the market prices because they, there, were no, there was no place where all of them were. And me as Panamanian, I already understood, hey, the price per square meter in this area shouldn't be so high. So uh, this is where we had this ambitious desire to, uh, yeah, let's create a whole database. This way we can find the cheapest property to buy. Oh, wow. uh, we, we, end up, we ended up not even buying a property. We ended up investing everything we had into the database, company, into, yeah. the database into creating this, this wonderful company that we, uh, we put everything into, uh, wow. which was Encuentra. Um, but yeah, there was, it, was, it was around a personal need. It yeah. was, and and I grew up in a in a in a family of many entrepreneurs. Uh, okay. My dad is a barber. Uh, my grandfather he was a he was a watchsmith. Uh, yeah. it, it it wasn't seen as this. I don't know. So risk, right? It was like yeah. this was what you did. You did yeah. it because you couldn't go out and just expect somebody to hire you and just give you a salary and give you a retirement. You had to look out for yourself. So uh, it was. It's a very normal thing. And today, everybody's just calling it. Like I don't know. Today, I'm calling it today, but everybody's calling it entrepreneurship and uh, they're teaching entrepreneurship. But uh, <laughs> it, it started for me as just a need, and I had to figure it out. Yeah. And, and and find a way with trial and error. <laughs> and I think this is why it probably took me so many years uh, to get to a success with the business. And it's amazing how some people can do it already in two or three years. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the support they they have nowadays, yeah. it's probably yeah, a exactly. This is why it's so important to take advantage of it, um, either through mentorship, uh, either through having a a, a board of advisors. Um, or through having an investor, uh, being a, a an entrepreneur can be very lonely, and if a person is alone doing it, it it's better to create a, an amazing, beautiful network of people that uh, that mm -hmm. want to build something exactly like you and hang out with them and and, yeah. and 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 have a coffee and have a drink and and talk about business. I read something, and I think I shared it with you when. Um... Um, they they said you know our community is like this lazy river of energy that flows in the same same direction and and you and you're bumping into each other like creating synergies and amplifying your impact. So um, I mean I I do hope that you you're able to amplify your impact in that um, perhaps uh, not lazy <laughs> river but I would say. <laughs> Uh, second, you know, career, the second 
uh, half of your of your career, which is probably more strategic than uh, action oriented in a way. And then um, just to have you here um, showing us it's possible. You know, you exited one of the few females who have done that successfully and who continues to challenge herself because, you know, <laughs> why, why continue? You know, a lot of people would settle for that and, and just uh, go and enjoy that um, away from the buzz. But you keep... <laughs> <laughs> And I yeah, think I tried that. I tried that. I, 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 <laughs> I gave myself 90 days of not working, not checking yeah. my emails. And it was it was an adjustment. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can imagine. Like seven years <laughs> holiday and then like three months of nothingness. Yeah, but there was a moment where I was like, I'm done with holidays. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> there was a moment there that I thought I cannot just what see another museum yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need to get back into what I like doing and yeah. I like talking about business I like being around entrepreneurs I like uh, seeing innovation and I yeah. like people that are driven uh, that have this energy and focus and I want to do something great yeah no thank you so much Wendy this this is really fun. I don't know if you have any last um, advice to the founders who are watching us. Um, like I said, the only questions that came to me were female founders thinking, no, 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 no investor. I'm going to be bootstrapped. And I think a lot of female founders have this attitude. <laughs> Maybe this could be, um, you know, helpful for them. And, and um, otherwise, any any last words of um of um, wisdom from you to them. Yeah, um, I've also heard this. And I think one of the questions that I try to always ask the founders when we have our, our conversations or during the pitch is what are you looking for in an investor? And I think that is so important. When um, a few years before I had the opportunity to have my investor, a lot of them were coming and they had money. That was it. And I knew that from their background, that they didn't have the experience that I wanted. They didn't have the driver. They didn't have the patient and the capacity to, learn, to listen to a, 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 a person in Latin America who's trying <laughs> to create uh, uh, this, this company. So they, some of the founders need to be open and understand exactly what type of founder you want. If, if, apart from the money, do you want somebody who has experience, who's going to also listen to you, who's going to be able to give you advice, uh, to be able to be supportive for you? And, and that is already a huge benefit, like I said, during that lonely development of, of your product uh, moment. So, so definitely, I think uh, some founders need to be open to, to that uh, possibility and that VCs can be good. <laughs> it can be positive and if they they have a clear understanding of what they want or the type of uh, uh, partner that they want and then uh, yeah go go for it awesome thank you so much wendy um i hope we can we can hear more um from you next um chapter perhaps 2024 another live to see <laughs> where you're at <laughs> and who you're backing 
And um, yeah, I thank you so, so much. This live is going to be here on, on LinkedIn, but also available on YouTube for people who want to watch it later. Um, it's recorded on Twitter, but um, also on, on Facebook. We're going to have this for, for a while with us. Yeah, your words of wisdom and your advice and your, well, I would say your inspiring journey and, you know, th this example that you're setting. It's, thank you it's so much, really... Rebecca. And thank you to the entire team of Talent Factory. Uh, thank you. For, for amazing. <laughs> and thanks for the opportunity to get to know, uh, to get my name out there and to be able to reach more founders. Awesome. Thank you everyone for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Wendy. Bye. Bye.